You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You are listening to Top Tier. Top Tier. I'm your host, Jordan McRae. I find things and I rank them. And I rank them. And I rank them. We are live. You are listening to Top Tier. And we are live coming to you from the first floor of Greenspun Hall on the campus of UNLV in Las Vegas, Nevada. You are listening to Top Tier. I am your host, Jordan, and I am joined by my guest today. Hi, everybody. My name is Donovan Hicks, uh, assistant sports editor for the Scarlet and Gray and uh, Rebel HD2 broadcaster. Honored to be on the show, Jordan. Oh, my gosh. I'm super happy to have you. Thank you so much for um, joining us today. So those of you listeners who do not know what we do on this show, I take a category of things once a week. I decide to rank those things based on, you know, how much I like them. I typically go by a tier system and try to keep it simple because going one through 10, one through 15 is a little bit too hard. I always start with bottom tier. These are things that we don't really enjoy. Basically, everybody can agree that we didn't like this and that I don't really want it again. Next up, we have our mid tier, or as I like to say, incredibly mid. And in this tier, these could be things that we really like, But they just didn't wow us. They didn't knock our socks off. And honestly, sometimes they're missable. And then lastly, we have our top tier items. And these are things that we absolutely love. Hence why the show is called Top Tier. So are you ready to get started? I'm ready to get started whenever you are, Jordan. Do you want to know what our category of the day is? Let's hear it. So today's category is UNLV Eats. Really interesting if that one's something that we deal with on a daily occasion here. Right. You know, so I thought it was very fitting. Uh, Donovan Hicks, a freshman over here. So I'm sure that you are very uh, well versed in UNLV Eats since, you know, yeah, definitely. you're always here. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since uh, I'm actually staying on campus here for this first year. Uh, yeah. So I have a lot of experience both in uh, Dining Commons and the Student Union here. Right. So... Our parameters of UNLV Eats is it either has to be something that is physically on campus here at UNLV or it is a dining option that is on Maryland Parkway. Because I feel like Maryland Parkway is kind of like the closest to all of campus for the most part, you know? Yeah, and here at Greenspun, it's right around the corner Exactly. You just cross the street, you know? So let's get started. And today, of course, as always, we are going to be starting with our bottom tier items. And first up, I actually have steak and shake. Uh, Honestly, last semester, I would have disagreed with you, maybe even put it on the mid tier. This semester, I don't know what they did with it. They changed so much. It's got to be bottom tier. Yeah, like me personally, even when I was like my first year here and I had like a meal plan and everything, I would like rarely chose to eat eat steak and shake, you know, because I feel like some of their options are really expensive anyways, too. They're very expensive. Right. So like I rarely ever ate steak and shake. You know, I'm not really a burger person. Like if I'm going to eat fast food, like they are definitely not going to be one of my first choices. You know, their milkshakes are expensive and all that such. 
But like, I think you are completely right in that. The, like, I tasted their food recently, and I'm just like, this is gross. It's it's disgusting. It's, Ever since that chain, that entire place is just kind of a disaster. Because guess what? If you walk into Student Union right now, guess who consistently has a very long wait to get your food? Steak and Shake. Yeah, and that's only at one part of the day, though. You go at any other time, there's no line. I think there's a reason for that. I feel like nobody wants to spend $7 on a milkshake, number one, like you said. Number two, I, I'm i a burger person, so you know I actually enjoyed their burgers a lot, but then I think they changed just some of the stuff they put on the burgers, some of the ingredients, so I was like, don't really like this anymore, especially when you have In-N-Out that's maybe a couple minute longer walk, maybe even not even that from Greenspun. It's a shorter walk to In-N-Out than it is over to the student union to eat at Steak and Shake, and the food is so much better. Right. Like, Steak and Shake, we could see the cost-cutting measures, and we're just asking you to please cut it out because, like, it, your quality just absolutely tanked, and now no one wants to eat your food. And you're still charging $15 for, for a single real? patty burger. For real. Absolutely insane. This ain't airport food. Come on now. We are a college campus. I want cheap, good food. Yeah. Every college student, I think, is going to agree with you. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to our next food place that is on the bottom tier. And I have Taco Bell. I'd agree with you. 100%. I am. I have never been a Taco Bell person. Okay. Never in my life have I been a Taco Bell person. I will say every once in a while, it, it hits the spot. And that's every once in a while, though. I say two to three months, one time. Yeah, that's enough. Exactly. Like, if I'm craving a Doritos Locos Tacos, I'll go to Taco Bell. You know, if I'm craving, like, a little, uh, like, nacho. The thing about the Taco Bell that's here on campus especially is that it's in on campus. So, like, it's in our student union, so the menu is very limited. You're not going to get any specialty items, so no nacho fries, you know, no Mexican pizza, none of that stuff. It's just, like, what is on their main menu and extremely limited. I will give Taco Bell the one benefit that's just you are extremely cost efficient you know you used to be cheaper back in the day but honestly even today you're still relatively cheap so you very much do cater to college students that are balling on a budget that's exactly it and uh, another thing to go along for Taco Bell is that just in general their their food that the fact that's made right there so it's always going to be hot it's not going to get cold again steak and shake i'm looking at you but taco bell i, get, I will say the cheesy gordita crunch best thing on that menu Yo, so good so good i used to be a regular in getting those from taco bell i have a question can you get a baja blast from taco bell yes you can really here yes. at student union yes, okay that's actually kind of clutch yes. not gonna lie because i'm kind of craving one right now and i might get one after we're done wrapping yep, this up exactly <laughs> All right, but talk about that's like the one thing that you have people like coming back to you. It's the Doritos Locos Tacos and the Baja Blast. That's it. And I, yeah, just do better because Taco Bell is just not really a great franchise to begin with. I mean, unless you get that Taco Bell scholarship, then then someone loves you. But yeah, you know. I think that's just for the money, though. It can't be for the food. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to our next item in the bottom tier. It's actually our last item that we're going to be talking about for the bottom tier. And it is got to be Angry Chicks for me. In bottom tier? Yeah. Okay, so I got to mention this. So since I'm a freshman, haven't really ate outside of the Student Union or Diamond Comics until this semester. Angry Chicks is, I like it. I've only had it twice, but it's pretty dang good. Okay. Angry Chicks, your meals are pretty big. So I'll admit, you know, you like if I eat an entire meal from Angry Chicks, I'm pretty full. 
So, you know, you got that. I, I get that your wholesale is like you do this hot chicken, you know, you could do it in different spice levels. Like, okay, okay, I see where you're getting at. But the fact that your cheapest combo is like $13 for like two chicken tenders, I'm like, that's blasphemy. Absolutely blasphemy. If you want like one tender and one slider, it's like $16. Heck to the no. Okay, yeah, I can definitely agree with you on that. It's pricey. They do have a student discount, how, however they small do. that may be. But still, it in general, one thing that irritates me about going to Angry Chicks the first couple of times, that combo doesn't come with a drink. Yeah, you have to add on a drink, right? It like, uh, it too many hidden fees. Come on now. And then if you want something that's outside of like the one, two, three, four combo, like their angry fries are are not that bad. You know, I actually put on a couple of my friends to the angry fries. You know, the angry mac can be hit or miss. You know, like sometimes that mac and cheese is just not very delectable. And that's another thing that I don't like about Angry Chicks as a whole is just like sometimes the food doesn't hit. It really depends on like who is actually making it that day. Because like I've gone around lunchtime and I'm like, oh, this is not that great. And then I've gone at night and it's like completely different. Well, I feel like they're also not slammed towards the night. During the afternoon hours, you have so many people coming in that aren't even UNLV students, just people kind of pulling into that small parking lot. And they are super slow i honestly would also disagree because i feel like around dinner rush like yeah late at night like they're probably not that busy you know like when they're like an hour before closing you know like no one's really in there but like around the dinner rush they're they can get pretty busy i haven't been in there more than one time at lunch and one time around around nine yeah. or so and it lunchtime was super busy Dinner time, not that much. So maybe it's just an experience, but for sure they are super slow. So yeah. when there is a large line, you can expect to wait 30 minutes to get your food. And if it doesn't hit, yeah, I could see why it's in bombs here. But I feel like at least the first couple of times that I've had it, the food's been really good. The weight kind of kills you. The prices kind of kill you. So I can understand why it's in bombs here. But in general, the food itself, I'd like to say it's mid tier. Me personally, I prefer Chicken Shack that's across the street. You know, I think that their whatever you get for their meals are pretty more cost efficient. Their fries are better, and you can actually d- get different flavors for their chicken. I don't know. You can definitely get different flavors for the chicken, but in general, I think the pricing's roughly the same. They're both, for some reason, stupid expensive for being right outside college campus. The thing is, is that Chicken Shack also has like uh, a student menu so if you show your rebel id you can order from a student menu that's kind of more price um efficient last time i went to chicken shack i got the two tender meal it came with a drink so i got two tenders fries and a drink it was 8.50 and then i left and i um went to work and i ate it in my car and i discovered that they gave me an extra tender they hooked oh. me up that day so i got three tenders fries and a drink for eight fifty. Okay, no, that's pretty cost efficient. When I go there, I'm usually uh, listen. I'm balling on a budget, so I'm getting those garlic uh, garlic parmesan f- fries. Yeah, those yeah. things are insane. Yeah, just had that four tenders usually. Yeah, but it is that that it definitely is better than Angry Chicks. It's not even close. Right. So that is actually going to wrap up our bottom tier. For those of you listeners who need a reminder, I had Steak and Shake, Taco Bell, and Angry Chicks in the bottom tier. Next up, we are going to move into our incredibly mid-tier. And first up, I have Panda Express. Ah, Panda Express. I feel like it's the tried and true, right? I mean, 
it's always busy. The food's always going to be the exact same, no matter where you get it from, whether you're getting here on campus or off campus. It's the exact same food every single time. Okay, so my thing about Panda Express is like, yes, consistency. You know, like everybody likes Panda Express, you know, it's going to be pretty good. Everybody's got their go-to, you know, combo meals and their go-to plates. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you don't really shake it up at Panda Express. Like, you know what you like, so you're going to get it over and over again. My thing is that you do have to catch Panda Express at the right time. And like it's some days it's not going to be as good as other days because like I love getting their teriyaki chicken. Some people don't like their teriyaki chicken. I think it's bussin'. But so if you do not get that teriyaki chicken like pretty hot and you can tell it's been sitting there, it's nasty. It's completely disgusting. I do agree with you. The teriyaki chicken is delicious. Uh, I always got an orange chicken. I feel like that's like the really basic option to get it panda but yeah the teriyaki chicken i really like it but exactly what you said half the time it's cold especially when you're here on campus they, it seems like they make that super super slow so unless you catch it just as they're bringing a new batch out it's and especially with how many people are ordering it it's either slow or it's cold right so that yeah panda express you got to catch them on a good day you know and it's like i feel like they're kind of good with their price measuring you know it's like ten dollars you get a plate you know you can add on a drink if you want you know half the time i don't um chow mein's pretty good you know fried rice good you know and their entrees yeah yeah but it's yeah it's if yeah it's definitely if i like panda express i feel like it's on not the same tier as taco bell in terms of food wise but I'll have it maybe once every two weeks, and that will satisfy my need for Panda Express exactly. for that month. It's like I have a craving. It's like, ooh, I could really go for some Chinese, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go to Panda Express. And right, I'm not going to eat it until like a month later. Exactly. Right. So that is Panda Express for me. Next up that we have on the mid category is going to be Soho Sushi Burrito. I am going to have to wholeheartedly disagree with you. Really? I absolutely love Soho Sushi Burrito ever since I've tried it when I first came here. That is like my go-to spot every other day. If I'm feeling hungry, I'm constantly craving that nice bowl, white rice, grilled salmon, a little bit of creamy cilantro, green onions, lettuce, wontons. It is amazing. See, okay. Soho, I really like them in the fact that, like, they are completely different from every single offering that you have in the student union. Like, every offering in student union, you can find at any student union, really. But it's kind of dope that we have, like, a seafood option, you know, right here in the student union, you know. And it's pretty good. Like, it tastes really good. I have a couple gripes with Soho, though. Um, I know a couple of people who have gotten sick from Soho. (laughs) So that's already like, a uh, okay, you serve seafood, so you got to actually make sure that you prepare it correctly. And the fact that I know multiple people have gotten sick before, yeah, that's kind of a turnoff. And then also, if I want to get the bowl that I want, I have to do so many add-ons. So I'm like creating my own bowl and then like I'm adding on this, I'm adding on that, I'm adding on that. So it's just like adding up in the cost measures because I really don't think that they're like pre-make bowls are really that great. It always has something that I don't want, 
you know? And I'm just like, oh, I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I had that. So I just like end up making my own bowl. And then like my cost is over, always over like $12. Yeah, I'd say it's probably on average like $3, $13, But I love the food. And specifically for me, for terms of people getting sick, the seafood is good there. They have different options. I always get the grilled salmon and that's for a reason. I'm not getting anything that's not cooked. They have the raw fish and I feel like that's probably where it goes wrong, where raw salmon, they have crab, they have a... Uh, you will never catch me in my life eating something raw out of Soho Sushi Burrito. If you ever want a tip for like eating sushi and just like raw sushi anywhere, this is more than just Soho, just anywhere, I would stray away from spicy anything, especially spicy tuna. Because when they're adding spices to it, they're kind of, they can, I'm just saying, if they're a shady place, they can add spices to old tuna to hide the fact that it's old. Yeah, and I could definitely. I don't know if I see that happening at Soho. I, the, I will say Soho. The customer service is phenomenal. <laughs> the people that work there, it's the same people day in and day out, and they're just nice people. They'll have conversations with you while you're doing that. I, I do agree with you though on the pre-made bowls. A, a, every single pre-made bowl has something I don't want on it, no matter what. And then they don't allow you to change the pre-made bowls, or else it's like another two dollars extra, and it's more expensive that way than to just make your own bowl. Right. So yeah, Soho, I really don't know what to tell you, honestly. You're just not my favorite. And I wish it was kind of different, but it, that's just, it is what it is, you know? Um, that's going to wrap up Soho for the mid-tier category. We're going to move on to our last food place that's going to be in our mid-tier. And for me, it's got to be Chipotle. I Okay, now we're going off the rails here. You're saying <laughs> mid-tier for Chipotle? Yes. That is that hurts my feelings so much. Chipotle is banging every single time. That is like a god tier among foods. Like that's S tier in like overall all fast food places. I completely disagree. I do not think that Chipotle has been good since before they started giving people E. coli. Uh, oh my god I, I, this <laughs> this hurts my entire soul right now there is nothing better than a hot chipotle bowl i will say burritos no way i don't know what people's obsession are with chipotle burritos it's just not good no matter what you put in it that rubbery uh tortilla that they wrap that stuff in For is real. not good you get a nice bowl though white rice chicken it's good every time Okay, my thing with Chipotle is it's another one of those places where you have to catch them on a good day at a good time because I don't know what it is. It's like they make the exact same stuff every day, but somehow that chicken will taste slightly different every single day. Um, if you want to know a hack, you can actually try some of the meat options before you put it on your bowl. So like I'll try the meat that I want to see if I even like it that day because I'm like, I've had their carnitas and it didn't taste good one day. I've had their barbacoa. The barbacoa, something that is seasoned and sweet, and it just tasted off that day. And I'm just like, great. Um, another thing with Chipotle is the one that's across the street on Maryland Parkway. They are super disorganized. Every time that I order ahead and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to go in and pick it up. It's never done. And like they literally had to make it in front of me. And I'm like, cool, it would have been faster had I just gotten in line. So like they're super disorganized. And that's another thing that I'm just like, why well, have this whole order ahead system through the app? And you don't even utilize it. Like, they're just not disorganized. And then, and then, you cannot get Chipotle if you're on a budget. Chipotle is going to cost you minimum over $10. 
I would love it if someone was like paying less than $10 when they're at Chipotle because it doesn't happen, especially if you want guac, especially if you want like even their queso is not good. I don't really like their queso, but if you want the queso, got that's extra money too. You know, if you want chips, extra money, an extra tortilla, you know, everything's extra there. So I'm just like, it's ah, Chipotle, Chipotle. Why am I spending $15? It is pricey. And I will also add on to that the fact that you said sometimes it's not good. It depends who's making it because <laughs> I swear half the time, because I'm I'm a chicken person through and through, so I'm going to get the chicken no matter what. Right. I swear to God, they might just cut off the ends of a chicken like they're cutting off a PB&J and cutting the crust <laughs> off and just have the blackened bits just sprinkled through in there. And there's no pieces of chicken. It's just <laughs> literally charcoal. So that, yeah, I don't agree with that. But other than that, most of the time for me, it's very good. And I'm also not a guac person. So Oh, you save money. Say. Okay. Yes, no, I need the guac. I need the guac and I need chips, especially if I'm getting a bowl. I need guac and I need chips, you know, and like I, I get the burritos on occasion from really craving it, but like not that often. But like Chipotle. Oh, my gosh. I don't get the obsession. I feel like that was I thought everybody agreed that like they just weren't as good as they were when I was back in middle school. Like something changed. Well, E. coli happened. So yeah, they started giving happened. people E. coli. <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap up our mid-category. Uh, for those of you guys that need a reminder, we had Panda Express, Soho, and Chipotle in the mid-tier. Next up, we are going to talk about our top-tier items. And I'm actually going to start with something that we mentioned earlier, which is In-N-Out. In-N-Out is spectacular. It's cost-effective. <laughs> Customer service is just spot-on every single time. And the food's always fresh. They make it right there. And it's just good. I think In-N-Out is a great lunch option. You know, if you're in that, like, you just got out of your last class of the day, it's like one o'clock, two o'clock, you know, and all you got to do is just like, it's right next to Student Union. Like, in between Student Union and In-N-Out is one building. And that's actually the building that we're shooting in right now. So, like, it's really close to campus. You don't even have to cross the street out to get over to Maryland or anything like that. And yeah, their burgers are amazing. You know, their fries are okay, you know, but you're getting a whole meal guaranteed for like under ten dollars yeah that's the, if you want to be cost effective you can be cost effective there and they're fast yeah. they get they make it fresh and they're very quick they're very organized in the back kitchen they're out your stuff's out in five minutes i will say they're fast if you are going around dinner time i mean lunchtime dinner time i always go through the drive-thru and like i know when i'm hopping in that line i'm like it's gonna be a fat minute yeah <laughs> not gonna lie it's gonna be a fat minute especially if you're going around dinner time like five o'clock seven o'clock you know or you're going late night so it's like past 9 p.m they're slammed yeah dry- inside and outside yeah both drive-thru and uh just in general just inside they do take longer at night but and it's also hard to find a table yeah inside and out most of them are really tightly compacted what like 15 20 tables per place so yeah even if you get your food inside uh, you might be just heading home right after or heading to your dorm wherever you're going uh because there's no spots to eat in there i agree but you know in and out you're staple and i like that you are right here on campus you know i I like UNLV Eats. I think we have some good options around here. So that was in and out And next up, we're going to talk about another UNLV Eats that it's in our top tier. And for me, it's got to be Aloha Kitchen. Aloha Kitchen. I So I have never actually tried Aloha Kitchen really? on campus. I have had it in Hawaii. 
Oh. And, the, and it was amazing, but I cannot attest to how good Aloha Kitchen is in Vegas. Okay. Well, let me tell you all about it. So they have this student combo where you can get a teriyaki chicken bowl and a drink for like $8.99, I think, or something like that. So like that's usually like the go-to meal that I have, but they also have tons of plates, you know, so you can get whatever meat of your choice. You get some mac salad, you know, and some white rice, you know, just whatever meat you want. And, you know, those plates, they may be like $12 to $15, but they're going to be pretty filling. Like, you're going to get your money's worth with Aloha. And, like, the thing is, it's like, I've always gotten my food fairly fast with Aloha, even if I'm, like, waiting behind some people. And, like, their food is pretty good. You know, the customer service is really nice, you know. And it's a nice little hangout place. You know, they always got a little music playing. And I think Aloha is just good. Aloha Kitchen, from what I experienced in Hawaii, it's always just a calming, it's a calm vibe. It's good food. And yeah, if you're saying, again, it might be a little pricey, but if you're getting the portions that you want, it's better than a steak and shake. I'm just going to keep throwing that out there. It's $15 for a single patty burger. I'm still infuriated by that. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's crazy. (laughs) But yeah, Aloha Kitchen, you're you're doing your thing, especially with that student deal, because I am like writing heavy on that. And I was just craving Aloha this week. And I was like, oh, I haven't had it in a minute. I gotta go to Aloha. So next up that we have on our top tier is going to be Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut is delicious. Chiba Hut is like the the top tier of any sandwich place to ever exist. It really is because like they just have so many cool things like like their theme of just being kind of stonery vibe, you know, like if it's perfect for a college campus, um, their sandwiches are pretty amazing and they have so many options. Like what's your go to sandwich? Honestly, I don't get anything more than like a turkey sub when, or yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't go crazy, but it's just the fact that that's it's almost fresher. Like yeah. it, in general, the when you look at someplace like Subway, like Subway, I got to be honest, we didn't even talk about that. That's like below bottom tier. Like if you could bury that in a desert somewhere, that's where Subway is. <laughs> Chiba Hut is so much better and it's right across the street. It's roughly the same price. Yeah. That's my go-to. Literally, then that's why I didn't even put bother putting Subway on the list. I was like, no, because gross. And this campus actually has like two or three Subways, which I think is so sad. Um, because Chiba Hut is so much better. It's a better hangout place. You know, I would love to like go there and hang out with my friends, just rock out to some of their music. The cut, like um, the people who work there are all really chill, super cool. All right, that is going to be wrapping up our discussion on Chiba Hut. And now we are going to talk about one of my favorite UNLV eats. You ready? I'm ready for it. It's the last item in our top tier category. and It's got to be Einstein bagels. Einstein bagels. I wish they were open more. You know, because it's a bagel spot, so they got to close early. They got to close early, but that food is delicious. And it's always fresh. It's always hot whenever you want it. Except for late at night. I wish that somehow Einstein Bagels was open for more than about six hours a day. You know, and like the thing is, is that they have two here on campus. Like there's the one that's on campus that's in the wellness center, you know, like the recreation mm-hmm. area. And then there's the one across the street. I was a frequent at the one that was across the street because I was always get it on my way to work. My routine, I would like wake up, go to Einstein and then I would just go straight to work and I'd always be eating it like five minutes before my shift started. And I would get like a different freaking bagel every day. I like had the Einstein bagel app and everything. I, what's your favorite bagel? Um, The one I get the most frequently is the hash brown bagel. 
Hash brown bread. I can. I have not had the hash brown bread. Yo, it's so good. Like I, I wouldn't say that it tastes like potatoes, but you know, it's like a little oniony, like a hash brown would be. You know, if you get like your hash browns from like a breakfast place and it's like smothered with onions. You know, that's kind of what it tastes like. I always go for the six cheese. I'm more yeah. like a breakfast guy. Yeah. Really, so I'll get like the two sausage patties, two eggs, on a six cheese. And it's so good. It's yeah. toasted. That is amazing. Agreed. And like their sandwiches, if you go in the afternoon, like I always get like a ham and Swiss sandwich. And, you know, like that's always very solid. I usually put that one on like an Asiago, you know, something simple, you know, simple but good. And that's the thing that I like about Einstein's. It's so good. They have so many different type of bagels. They have like an apple cinnamon bagel. You know, they got like the they have great savory bagels, but they also have great sweet ones. Like I haven't really tried like their blueberry one. I'm not a huge fan of blueberries, but I know like so many of my coworkers love their bagels. So obviously cream cheese is a yes for you. I'm going to assume. Have you ever had strawberry cream cheese on any sort of bagel? So the thing is, I actually like my bagels plain. The thing and about Einstein, you know, the thing about true. Einstein is that you can eat their bagels plain. They don't really need anything. You, you can, but it's just not right. It's, <laughs> it does doesn't do the bagel any justice unless you put cream cheese on it. I mean, I used to love putting cream cheese on my bagels when I would get them in high school, but that's because they were your regular degular bagel, no flavor, just a bagel. But the thing is, I always get like a flavored bagel from Einstein, so like I don't feel the need to put a spread on it. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, if you're getting some kind of fancy bagel, then yeah, you don't need a spread on it. Yeah. But basic bagel, you need cream cheese or else that's a problem. They have like this honey smear and I tried it once and I didn't even like it. So I was just like, okay, nah, I don't need all that. I don't need all the extra foo-foo stuff. Like, just give me a bagel, straight. But going on the fact of what I was saying, strawberry (laughs) cream cheese, whoever's listening to this, they know. Strawberry cream cheese is the best thing to ever happen to a bagel. Do you want to know a secret? What's that? I don't like strawberries. I don't either. So this really? is why the thing is, it's delicious. Really? It that's doesn't taste. It's just sweet. There's no. Th- that's probably a problem that it doesn't even taste like strawberries. Yeah. But it's delicious. All right. I just. I guess I'm just gonna have to take your word for it. I've got to try some of their smears, you know. But definitely go to Einstein Bagels. And just pick any bagel, literally. I have yet to try a bagel from there that isn't really good. Yeah, exactly. And they're again, it's it's cost. It's pretty cost efficient too. It's not crazy expensive. It's definitely not just cheap. It's around that ten, eleven dollar mark. But other than that, it's pretty good. Exactly. And then if you're like me, you know, like their sandwiches. Yeah, it's gonna cost you like ten dollars. You know, if you get a lunch special, you're getting a bag of chips with it. You know, so you got your sandwich and chips. But you know, if you're getting just a bagel, I'm pretty sure it's like three dollars. It used to be like two something, and I was so sad when they raised the price of both three dollars. Like I literally looked at the guy. I was like, "You guys raised your prices." I, uh, it was that bad. I was at ba- Einstein's that often. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that might actually be a problem. It was low-key a problem because I knew exactly how much the change would be. So oh my God. <laughs> it was so bad. Okay, that's gonna wrap up this entire top tier episode. If you want to remember what was in our top tier, I had Einstein's, I had In and Out, Aloha, and then we also talked about Chiba Hut. So I want to say Thank you so much for to anyone who is listening today. I want to thank you so much for my guest, Donovan. No problem. Thanks for having me on. It's fun. Yeah, I absolutely love this show. And I'm just so grateful that I have listeners like you that tune in every week. Uh, if you guys just want to tune in every Friday at 6 p.m., I will be live airing on the HD2 app. Uh, download that in the app store. And thank you so much. You guys have a great day. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I appreciate every single one of you. I hope all of you guys have a great night.